Hello and welcome to episode 97 of Zion's Finest. This is Kenny Brown and I am joined by the myth, the legend, Daniel Taylor. Hey there. Daniel is going to help to, well, I don't, I don't know how to describe what it is that Daniel's going to do. He's either going to convince us all to run Spectre or he's going to help <laughs> us solve the meta right here. Um, but Daniel, for the two people who listen to this podcast, you don't know who you are. Just give yourself a quick reintroduction. Yeah, I'm Daniel Taylor. Uh, I'm uh, from the Seattle area, and uh, I play a lot of video games, board games and stuff, and uh, I happen to be uh, lucky enough to be the three-time world champion at this game. You know what, Daniel? For people like me, it's better to be lucky than good, but you don't win worlds three times getting lucky. <laughs> Trust me. I know how luck works. So, <laughs> Awesome. And how long have you been playing Imperial Assault? Uh, since like the roughly the year it came out, uh, but not not early enough to uh, go to Worlds that year. So. Okay, was it your first? Like, did you play any other FFG games? Uh, no, I'd seen people playing X Wing, but I'd never really gotten into it. Mainly because I just always hear how terrible it was back yeah. then. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't have any other FFG games for tabletop stuff. Like, I play a little like Magic Gathering. Okay, that's probably the closest. Uh, closest thing in terms of just like a competitive game yeah, you play. yeah do you play um campaign i, I, I campaign. do i do play the campaign uh not much recently but uh me and a couple friends have gone through pretty much all of it awesome and then um so we should give us a summary of your the list that you won worlds with just like a quick overview of them and then help and tell us um which list you like best sure so uh the first year that i went uh, i was playing the uh the blaze imperial spy troopers yes uh with the double lead stormtroopers and some heavies and uh you know the spies cross training there, so you get two spies. You and you guys, uh, your group was the one who created this. It wasn't like an existing. Uh, I mean, I had played something similar at one tournament, and then like somebody did really well, or maybe they've won like nationals or something with something pretty similar. Okay. Uh, and so then I, I think I made like one minor change to that, and I, who knows what the command cards were. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so yeah, that that was good. Uh, that was back when a lot of people were playing like Luke Leia. Yep, the and, Wonder Twins. Uh, I guess nobody was really playing Mercenary back then, huh? I mean, the Bantha would have been the only. Thing oh that yeah, the uh, well, the Bantha showed up more. So in the second year in the finals, I had to play Paul Heaver with his Bantha. Oh yeah. Uh, that time I was running the uh, probably double pirates like Shyla Onar. Mm. Greedo, maybe something like that. Gideon three PO, okay, probably something like that. Uh, I don't know that I was running really the best list there. Like Shyla, Shyla just she did do a lot. Yeah, most of the games, but uh, all the other hunters were good enough yeah. to really carry the day there. Um, and then last year I was running IG with pirates and like four rebel characters yep the eight act, the eight act ig list yeah yeah so like half my list was like rebels <laughs> uh, uh, so that was pretty funny yeah it was uh, a that was a very i think i think that was the best list of the of the i mean obviously you and brett who played i think the same list with a little bit different yeah we changed cards. like one command card mm-hmm. uh, i would say that obviously you two were i mean you were the best and brett is Incredible, but it was also I. I think upon as we all talked about, I think that was the best list at the tournament. Probably, I mean the Han Ranger is like pretty darn good too. Yeah, oh yeah, right? oh definitely. But, uh, yeah, 
but yeah, I mean, it was it was certainly the most like flexible with IG yeah. being able to kind of you know throw his weight around. Yeah, <laughs> yes he could. Uh, yes, but he yeah, could. out of so out of those, I I still think the uh, the spy troopers was the most fun to play. Yeah, because uh, back then, like all your guys didn't die in one hit. Right, uh, you could actually like move and block guys. Uh, blast was pretty relevant, actually. Yeah. Uh, and then the spy cards, you know, kind of toned down any kind of command card shenanigans going on. Yeah. Uh, and so I really liked I really liked that aspect of it. Yeah. What a meta! What a meta that would that was. Yeah, I, I I think that was that was the best. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Well, speaking of degenerate metas, let's what we're going to do is we're going to use this episode as um, kind of as an opportunity for us to break a little bit into Daniel's brain and see what we're doing with Spectre. So just to give everyone a little bit of context in case you're not checking our Google Doc religiously, um, Spectre has won 60 percent of regionals this season. And so, and this is at, there's, I mean, there's a lot of smaller regionals that had less than 10 players, but this also includes obviously like a lot of the big tournaments that we had and some of the biggest, I think the biggest regional was in Spain. It was won by Spectre. Um, It's just shredding it and it, people keep trying to um, come up with counters for it. And I thought that Han Rangers had a pretty good matchup on it. Uh, mashup versus it but then it turns out you know not on this new map yeah and then mall's map oh mall's map so so it it doesn't look like at this point um it doesn't look like there is a clear answer to it so what i want to do is just let's get dt's thoughts and kind of actually first off dt help us understand from your perspective what it is that is such a problem about specter like why is the list so good yeah so so actually you know we were just talking about like how when your guys don't die you can move around and like block stuff right yep and so it turns out specter actually plays a lot like that because like unless you've got like the super duper wombo combo uh you're just not going to kill one of them in one activation yeah right and so that just leaves you open to them moving around, blocking, killing the guys that you need to finish people off. Hmm. And, and that's and so that, that's one reason it's super strong. And part of that is because they have the extra block. Yep. Right. Uh, second reason it's really strong is that they can kill almost anything. Right. Their their damage is super consistent for the most part. I mean, some people can flub a little easier than others. So like Zeb, Zeb can low roll somewhat reasonably. Like he might only hit like five damage before blocks sometimes. Right. Yep. And like, you know, you roll two blocks, you know, take three, like eh, you don't feel too bad about that. That's right. Even if he gets a second attack and does the same thing, you still don't feel too bad about taking like six, right? Yeah. Uh, the problem is that Ezra I mean, if, if Kanan's around, he's basically guaranteed to do, like, seven or eight Pierce 3, right? Oh, man, yes. Uh, but even without him, even without him, you're still looking at, like, five Pierce 3, yep. right? Uh, and then, like, Kanan, as long as you don't roll terrible with him, you're looking at, like, five or six Pierce 3. Yep. Uh, and, like, even Sabine, you know, she's got, like, five Pierce 2, like, yep. even on a, on a non-terrible roll. And, of course, Hera's there to help out as well, right? Yep. Yes, exactly. Uh, so that consistency and being able to chain your attacks is what really makes it super strong. Okay. Before we dive into this, actually, and we might want to put a pin in this, but I want to ask you, if there was a way to nerf Spectre, what would be, if DT was made king for worlds, <laughs> how would you nerf Spectre? 
Uh, there's so many ways, like there's so many ways to do it that, you know, it's probably worth testing out a bunch of them. Like you could take away a block, you could take away a damage, you mm -hmm. could take away, you know, uh, you could say they can't use strength in numbers. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, uh, there's so many options. I don't really know how to say what the best one is. You don't, and you don't have a preferred choice. Like, if, uh, my preferred choice would just be to get rid of it completely. Yeah, uh, and then recost the characters themselves, right? Uh, but I mean, obviously, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, DT. I mean, you always have you. You have the best ideas. Dying lunge, DT's <laughs> card, ama amazing. Except, turns out, makes Spectre better. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, though I saw some people aren't even playing it in their Spectre list. They don't, yeah, so. no, Noah wasn't playing it. I mean, he's like, yeah. uh, he's like, oh, I, I don't want, I don't like this reactive card. I'm like, no. The thing is, is that your guys just don't die. So, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Dying uh, lunge is really. I, I'm really happy with how my last two cards turned out. And and the other one was. Was uh, lion ambush. Lion ambush. That's which right. Which totally brings something that's just not even remotely seen in any other card. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, they're both such. I mean, I think that we can all recognize they're both such cool ideas, right? In terms of, and also, and we, I think Brett talked about this when he spoiled the cards, and I don't think he knew at the time that you had designed them, although maybe he did. Um, that he talked about how they both were just such good examples of understanding like game fundamentals right in terms of cost <laughs> and like what they like what they do and so he's probably just trying to butter me up <laughs> well <laughs> yeah that's right he was, he was doing that so you would tell him what you were running at worlds but <laughs> all right well i guess well then we, we shall see we shall see um okay so what i want to do now daniel that we've laid out the problem is help us understand so You've, you've described why it is that, or you're getting a good over as to why it is that Spectre is so good. And how I wanted to phrase um, my question is, as you, as you understand it, what are the problems that Spectre presents to an opponent to an opponent to solve? And the reason why I ask it this way is because uh, Vader's Finest, years ago, and they were talking, they had some kind of phrase or something where they would say, what you're trying to do is get your opponent to answer questions you ask them questions and they answer and if they answer wrong obviously it gives you the opportunity to capitalize and so i, I think that's a really awesome framework for approaching specter so i'm gonna ask you like if that makes sense what are the questions that specter asks your opponent to solve uh, the biggest question is how you're going to like actually get anything done in the map objective without okay. all your guys dying good point right because the, the biggest the biggest problem like in round one, let's say, is that if you move anyone out at all, right? <laughs> yep. Even even near a guy that's already gone, they can just kill him with Spectre Cell, right? Because yep. you just use you just hit the hit the attack, right? Yeah. And so you really just can't risk moving anyone out anywhere, especially when you've got like like Harris Sabine, right? They can shoot super far together. Yep. Uh, and and like. Like, for example, the Tarkin weapons map, right? Spectre's almost certainly going to open the door and start grabbing weapons, because, you know, why not? Uh, and so, like, Sabine goes and grabs a weapon. And it's like, okay, now she's sit sitting somewhat out in the open. So what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Uh, well, if you open your door, they're going to use Spectre Cell and hit and shoot you. <laughs> and then she's going to move away. That's so you can't kill her. <laughs> so, like, Ugh. it's really freaking annoying, right? Yeah. 
uh, and so like those kinds of threats you need to be aware of. Mm. And like maybe, you know, maybe if you position all your guys just right, you know, you activate a few of them, then you can open the door. No one's available to shoot at. And then the Spectre player has to say, oh, now what do I do? Yeah. You know, and if they can't do anything good, they might just run away, which, yeah. you know, that's super good for you. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, you get a shot and, you know, you roll, you know, you get your like five damage and she blocks, you know, a dodge. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? that's right. And you're just like, well, you know, I tried. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you, you really have to be aware of like what kind of threat the Spectre Cell extra attack yeah. is going to bring. Yeah. Help me um, think about this in terms of specific maps. Let's think about it. I think Tarkin is is um, that's actually a good one to focus on because it's the one that we're most familiar with. Do you think that the approach? Because it seems to be that what most Spectre players do is they rush Ezra up to their terminal um, because he. I, I guess it's like the only place he can go. Yeah. Um, to his door there, they have yeah. Hera go up and open the door. Ezra comes up with Kanan. They're going to be able to open your door and get off an attack on your terminal round one. Do you have an idea in terms of like, what, what do you think um, that lists should be prepared? Or, I, Cause that seems to be pretty standard. Rarely, rarely are Spectre players going to open the door and just pour guys out into that, um, that, uh, the hallway or like the area in between the two deployment zones. They it might. depends on which mission it is, right? That, oh, that's true. Right. right. If, if it's the weapons mission, like, they want to just pick up weapons because yeah. it's it's absolutely broken with weapons. Right? Yeah. So and and with that being the case, if they do open the door and let's say they're coming out for weapons, is do you think that the strategy is open your door and just try and remove and retreat, or is it just retreat, just move away and see if you can get pickoffs? Like, what do you it's, think? The it's going to really depend on your list, right? Okay. Like, uh, like the Vader, like Vader Pal Thrawn, right? Yes. Like, ideally, you can get a shot off with Thrawn. Yes. But, like, you know, if that's going to put you in a bad position, it's just not worth doing. Nope. And, like, maybe you just leave your doors closed and hope you draw some cards. And, like, like, like Vader, for example, uh, it's super risky for them to come open your, your terminal door. Yeah. If, if you have Vader. Oh, yeah. Like, so I, I really don't imagine they're going to do that. Yeah. Not with Vader. Yeah, like, because you're just like, hey, here's a free Spectre Cell guy. Kill him, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, so if you're Vader Pal Thrawn, yeah. maybe you can open your top door mm-hmm. and then just kind of, like, hang back out of out of line of sight of stupid, you know, Sabine Spectre yep. Cell shots. Yeah. And then, you know, leave your bottom door open, pick up the card somehow, you know, without dying to chopper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then, and then you know try to get some because Vader, you really need all those cards to yes, you get, do. get your combo off. Yep. Uh, but like the weapons, I mean, maybe you kind of do the same thing. You probably don't want to open both doors because like then they're just going to come in wherever they feel like it. Yeah. Uh, so if you can kind of funnel them all one way and not leave anything super good for them to kill in that spot. That's the best. Whether whether how easy that is, you know, that's, it's really just going to depend on yeah. well, what cards they have, what cards you have, and how you can position yourself at the beginning. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, now I'm going to have to have to think about that a little bit more. Okay. Um, what uh, what else in terms of what other what other problems do you think Spectre asks your opponent to solve? Like what are uh, what are like I'll, I'll put it in this context. Like when you're playing somebody. Um, like at the at a regional or something, you know, it's a high level tournament. They're playing Spectre, and you're playing whatever it is you're playing. What are other 
problems that you're being asked, like that you think that you've got to be able to come up with answers for, either that are going to be solved through play style or something that you thought about in list building. What do you think there? Uh, I mean, really, it's just how are you going to kill these guys? Yeah. Because, like, Spectre, Spectre, honestly, they, they really don't care about the objectives on most of the maps. Yeah. Because, like, mm, the points don't really matter. No. Like, you know, they're happy to pay Hondo every time. Yep. Because, like, you know, I'm just going to run all my guys at you and kill you. Yep. Right. So uh, you need to have enough of a threat that they should be worried about that. Yeah. So, you know, like things like IG or like maybe some focused up pirates or mm. something, right, is like very threatening. Uh, you know, Palpatine and Vader are super scary uh, just because like Palp can like, hey, surprise, Ezra got hit once yeah. and now I'm going to lightning him and tempt him and the next round lightning and tempt him and he's dead. Yep. Right. So like those kinds of things uh, really make it scary for Spectre to try to advance you know, without playing it safe. Okay. Do you think, um, I, I'm going to ask about specific, uh, specific archetypes in a second, but are there, ha, as you've been practicing against Spectre, have you found, um, like a certain course in terms of either play style or a feature of list building that has helped you in terms of solving, solving the Spectre equation? And, and I'll use, I'll use another example. So, um, I think that in an, a meta when hunters are everywhere, right? Like there's a chance for someone to be a little bit sneaky and play like spy cards. Yeah. And the reason why they play spy cards is they're like, I'm trying to stop this combo combo wing from hunters. And so I'll play spy cards in order to be like a little bit of a spoiler. And it gives you a distinct advantage, something like that. Have you thought about something like that with, with Spectre in terms of um, either list building or play style? Uh I mean, we can talk about each of those separately, I guess. Okay. So, uh, playstyle-wise, um, mostly you need to think about, like, they, they have to come to you to kill you. Yeah. Right? So, like, keeping that in mind from the very beginning, like, you need to plan out where they're going to go. Yep. And, and, like, who's going to come in to kill you. And then... You know, they're probably going to kill somebody anyways. Yeah. But as long as the rest of your guys are there to, like, put on the heat, like, maybe you can maybe you can pull it out. Yeah. Uh, then, uh... So and, be conservative and, and, and don't move out. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, be conservative. But, yeah. like, you still need to be able to, like, go places, yeah. I think. Like, you can't just sit in the back your deployment zone and then like because then they could just sit on all the objectives yeah and you're just like well okay uh, i guess you win <laughs> this uh, is fun right so like you need to at least entice them to come towards you yeah but like finding that sweet spot you know sometimes you're one space away from victory or defeat right yeah uh so then uh list building uh let's see I mean, really, you just need to be able to have have the guys you need to kill them. Yeah. And also, like, so uh, for example, I was playing the like uh, the I was playing my my ridiculous punishing strike list, right? Yeah. It's I mean, uh, it's it's a cool list, right? Yeah. Punishing but you've only got is... four guys that can shoot, <laughs> yeah. right? And and one of them's Vento. <laughs> okay. And another one's Hondo. Yeah. And like you know, they will they just don't cut it, right? Yeah. 
and 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 the last, and another one's Greedo, right? So I just you know none of these guys kind of work if yeah. if anyone dies, it's yeah. really terrible. Yeah. Uh, well, because with Punishing Shrike, it with like Greedo and Vinto are your only two that even can apply conditions, right? Uh, actually, actually, you also get Toxic Dart. Oh, and Toxic Dart. Perhaps the most broken thing in the game at the, if you have Punishing Shrike. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but because uh, you know what they can do with toxic dart on the lamb, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I was basically playing it as, right? Like, <laughs> so IG, awesome. IG's gonna run up, you're stunned. I'm gonna shoot you a heck of a lot. Right? I'm just gonna kill you. Oh, uh, and then you roll like you know two damage against Seb yeah, for, that's for, right. for four shots, and you're like, well, I guess I lose. <laughs> well, uh, this is fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so I, I yeah, I'm not too I'm not too happy with that list in just that like if anything dies, you just have no hope. Yeah. Right? And like Spectre is gonna kill something. Yeah. So I mean, because there's like two ways to think about dealing with Spectre from a list building perspective. You either go just more aggro, right, which is like the hunter combo, or you can do like some form of like aggro defense, which would be like what Empire's hoping to do, or there's control shenanigans, right? And that's things like punishing strike. Or like the box, you know, things like that where you're like, I'm going to try and do this little gimmick in order to stay ahead. Right. Awesome. Um, well, so tell us with, <laughs> I mean, a- after this discussion, let's, let's talk about archetypes. So All right. Han Rangers, we're going to write off for a little bit. We're, I think there will be a few people who bring it to, we're having our March 9th Zion's Finest Regional Tournament is going to be this Saturday. We got yeah. 50 people showing up. So we will we'll see a few Han Rangers, I expect. Um, Good luck finding a uh, line of sight five <laughs> spaces away. Yeah, that on map. map. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> oh yeah, it's rough. But let's talk about VPT Scum Hunters and Rebel Heroes, and just get your thoughts on each of those lists. So first off, VPT um, help. Like, what what do you think its matchup is versus versus Spectre? Uh, VPT, I think, has a pretty decent matchup on Spectre, mainly because. Uh, you get to go last with Vader. Yep. And Vader can totally smoke one of these people if you've got the right cards. Yes. Right? If you've got enough movement to get to him and attack, like Zab or Kanan, and you've got one of the tricks to push a guy in Parting Blow, yep. like, they're dead. Yeah. Right? There's, there's like, nothing they can do about nope. that. Uh, unless you just roll really terribly. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so that... That, you know, is super important. But if you can't get that attack off, like you don't have the cards you need at the right time, then you just have to play super defensively. Okay. Uh, And, you know, if they all come in on you, like they can just smoke Thrawn just as easily as you can smoke one of them. Yep. Uh, Honestly, they can probably smoke Palpatine if you leave him, you know, somewhere towards the front. Yep. Right, I mean, they'll kill him in two shots, you know, yep. maybe three or two in a grenade if you're lucky, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it it kind of ha- and they have, they can actually smoke Vader, right? Yeah. Like I was playing just yesterday online, and uh, I I put I was playing on the mall map and I was Spectre, and so I was at like the top where the the kind of little T wall is. And I just kind of had everybody up there because I yeah. didn't know where to put them. <laughs> uh, and so he had Vader, he like hadn't pushed Vader up too far with his officers. So he really couldn't come in for an attack. Yeah. And like, I think I was going to get initiative in round two. Hmm. And uh, so he, you know, Vader goes up and like chokes somebody. No, actually I think he was going to get initiative, but anyways, Vader goes up and chokes somebody. 
And then Lag kind of runs away a little bit as his last move. And so then, you know, at the end of the round, he's like, oh, I'll choke somebody again. And then I'm like, you know, it's, it, I think I played take initiative. And then I was like, huh, I've got strength in numbers in my hand. I think I can kill him. <laughs> like, so yeah, I'm like, as, I guess I, you know, take initiative worked. So then I was like, okay, well, I guess, I guess Ezra will move up four. And then like Ezra can move, you know, four more and be three spaces away from Kanan and attack him. Oh, and then I'll strike the numbers and Harold shoot him and I'll Spectre Cell attack him. Oh my God. I think I did 14 damage. Oh my which, God. Which is like, are you for reals, <laughs> right? Like, oh man. Oh. I, I had to play like urgency. Now, did I even have to do that? I, you know, I don't think I had to do that. Oh. Yeah. I think I, so like just strength the numbers and take initiative. Yeah. And I can do 14 damage to Vader. Right. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, and so then that you know then Sabine could just move eight and kill him some fifty percent of the time. Uh, yeah. So uh, that brings us back to like fragile pieces, right? Yeah. Like, and if you have fragile pieces, you need to absolutely make sure that they are not k- killable by most of things. Yeah. Like you build it in terms of like redundancy and play style to say like I need to be I need to account for the fact that they can move six and attack right or whatever. Or like move eight and or attack. Or move eight and, and attack. That's exactly right. And or then go again numbers, and yeah. attack you, right? You just can't. It's it's just not worth it sometimes. Yeah. And I think and knowing, like, knowing that balance is hard, right? Like in terms of knowing when it is that you need to um, like be further back, right? Like when you're playing against yeah. IG, you're thinking, I've always got to worry about him having plays. But yeah. you also, if like you're saying, if you're just staying in your deployment zone, you're just going to lose the game, right? So. right? so you need to be in range to threaten the objectives. Mm-hmm. But you nece- you can't necessarily take the objectives yeah. in the first round. Yeah. So, like, for example, like, the poster's mission, right? Yep. Like, you know, Spectre can run out and flip a, one or two things, maybe. But, like, you know, you, you could run out and flip one or two things. But, like, you probably don't want to do that. <laughs> right. You probably yeah. want to stay, you know, mostly back by your terminal and just kind of keep them at bay. Yeah. So, such that, you know, if they're going to run in and try to smoke somebody then that person has to be stranded, yeah. right? And then you can freely kill him. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so with that being, do you have anything more on uh, VPT? Oh, Vader VPT? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So Palp, Palp I mentioned, he's like super good against Spectre Cell yep. because weaken and auto damage yep. is like match made in heaven, right? Yeah. Uh, but the problem he'll face with the VPT list is that if Thrawn's anywhere to get a good shot, like, Thrawn's in a spot that he can die. Yeah. Right? Uh, and Vader, you know, if you're lucky enough to still be in melee range with Vader when it's Palp's turn, like, it's fantastic. Yeah. But how often that happens, uh, you know, that's going to it's gonna be pretty low, yeah. I think. Um, I, I really do like Thrawn, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, he's, he's definitely one of the more fun pieces recently. Yeah, he's Empire. a very, very, very cool character. So, uh... You know, I've actually been playing a different Empire list that okay. I think is maybe worth playing. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you saw me playing it. I have. We've played that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I really like Riot Troopers. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're a lot of fun. So if you, if you take Vader out of the Vader Pal Thrawn list and you put in Riot, two times Riot Troopers, mm-hmm. uh, and then if you stick with two officers, you can actually fit in Captain Taro. Mm. Uh, so you've got Taro, Thrawn, Palp. And two sets of elite riots. Yeah. And a couple officers in Zillow. That's a lot of beef. 
it is quite a lot of beef when you consider reinforcements. Yep. Um, Taro, like Taro has a decent amount of health, yep. right? Uh, and he can move super far, yep. which means that you can kind of leave him out of Spectre Death Zone, yeah. and he can come in and shoot somebody, right? And like you can't really rely on him to shoot very far, but like eh, you can take some pot shots with him, yeah. right? And then the flamethrower is is pretty devastating for Spectre, yep. Because like they don't want to have two or three of their guys weakened, yeah, right? Because that like poor Zeb, yeah, like his his it just eats up really his damage, tanks. yeah. yeah. Uh, unless you know you roll, you know two threes and do seven yeah. on the free attack, but uh, you know different story. Yeah. But um, so I found Tara's actually pretty interesting, and the maps are not terrible for him right yeah. now. Uh, Tarkin, he can get pretty far, do yep. a lot of things. Uh, Lothal, I mean, it's it's big map, but he can move far. Yeah. It's it's not great for him, but. But you know he can still go pretty far. Yeah. And then the new map, like uh, he he doesn't really like the middle with all the stupid little walls, but yeah. he can still get places. So he's he's a fun piece. Mm. Um, and then but the really the double riot troopers is what brings you reliability. Yeah. Because uh, with Zillow, I mean you're pretty pretty much guaranteed to have him live through one attack, which is right. so valuable. Yeah. So if if you can have them live through one attack, sometimes they live through two. I mean, not necessarily Inspector, but yeah. sometimes they live through two attacks. Yeah. And then your opponent's really in trouble, especially if they're playing one of these like hunter lists. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've played a I played a game where, uh, um, you know, somebody went all out to kill Captain Taro. He played like tools for the job and assassinate. Yeah. But he only got him to twelve. Oh. I was able to discard, and you know, have just enough blocks to live. Yep. And so then, like, Terror kind of runs away, right? And then, like, you know, he, I'm not really scared of him killing anything else no. at that point, right? He's put like, out his two most offensive cards, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, some of these hunter lists or, like, Han Rangers will really struggle to kill all your guys. Yep. Uh, especially if, if you get the reinforcements to line up right. Yep. Um, so anyways, that, that list has been a lot of fun. Uh, and I, I like to run people out of cards with that list, right? Because like Thrawn discards, Tarot, if they if flamethrower people, they discard, and the riot troopers also deal strain. Yep. So it's it's pretty fun. You're gonna eat through their deck really really fast, and they have to take all the rest of that strain as damage. Yeah. So I, well, it's it's not so much that as like you are just I, there's enough cards now that do really good things. Yeah. That if you take away like half of them, you know the whole list gets significantly weaker. It's a great point. Kind of, kind of regardless of which half it is, right? Yeah. Like if I see, you know, dying lunge gets thrown away, you know, hey, I don't have to worry about that, right? Great point. Or like if you see on the lamp gets thrown away, you're like, all right, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Finally, uh, I can kill Ezra. Yeah. So like those kinds of things are, are pretty cool. Okay. Awesome. I and I do. I I, I actually played you um, when I was I was trying out some scum hunter list. And that was my experience. Like, I just couldn't kill people fast enough. And I didn't really know what to do with scum hunters. I still don't really know what to do with scum hunters. But it was still, I still felt like the case, like, I just couldn't deal enough damage, right? Like, right. You're, you've just got guys coming, Taros, you, you're playing Taros so that he's putting out maximum flamethrower damage, and then I can't kill him without going through riot troopers and... That's that's just a very it's just very very solid. Yeah, so. the list brings it, it. reminds me a lot of the spy troopers list. Yeah, I can see that because like my guys stay alive and I can block with them right and actually get things done. Very posi- very positionally minded. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that's why I like that a lot. Very cool. Very. So cool. I think that's that has some potential. I I'm still playing around with it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know about any other Empire lists that maybe are in fourth plane. What about but, uh, the uh, ATDP? I really like the ATDP, but man, you're Lothal. You are just a you're a duck. Yeah, right. That's right. Because <laughs> uh. like, there's there's nowhere you can go. Nope. And they can shoot you from anywhere, yep. and you still you still can't shoot them back. That's right. And it's just really frustrating. That is. Oh, that's right. Oh, Lothal. Oh, Lothal. Yeah. Uh, I haven't I haven't tried it on the new map, but uh, he might be interesting there. I mean, you're gonna have a really hard time. Get in line of sight unless you move up. Yeah, but like may- maybe there's some interesting things you can do around. Like you can just kind of walk over the walls. Yeah, in a lot of places. So I don't know. We'll have to we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if, if anyone runs the ATDP how they how they do on Saturday. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, let's uh, transition into Scum Hunters. So first off, we can talk. Specific- I, I think the two ways to think about this are. IG scum hunter list and non IG like more middle middle right. list. So, right. however, whatever order you want to talk about those lists. Uh, so IG is obviously still very good, uh, but I'm a little down on him lately because you know, just like everything else, he dies in like two hits. Yep. To Spectre Cell, uh, and you know he's just not he's not super reliable. Yeah. Right. Like. Too many times you roll your dice and you're like, well, I'm looking at six damage on my dice. Yep. And he has four blocks because oh, he's Kanan, <laughs> right? Yep. And it's like, I just, I just, it's not, it's not quite enough. Yeah. Right. And then you're like, well, now I got to just run away. I can't even shoot him twice because I, I got to run away or else I'm dead. Right. Yep. But like, I mean, if you, if you play your things right, you know, you keep him out of harm's way, get some pot shots off. He can still do a lot of work for yeah. you. Yeah. He, it's just against Spectre, he doesn't have that same, like, if you move anyone out, they die. Yeah. Right. Instead, it's if you move anyone out, well, they'll take a lot of damage, and maybe they'll die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? As they get closer to you, and you will die. Yeah. And then, like, oh, if, if initiative doesn't go your way in round two, like, uh, IG's dead. Yeah. Right. Uh, and you just can't afford that. Yeah. So uh, if, we're, if you're down on IG, then let's let's talk about Hunters generally. Scum yeah, hunters. I haven't. I haven't really tried some of the. I you guys have been throwing around some lists with like double pirates or like pirates and like tons of the hero characters. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really tried any of those recently. Uh, they seem like they could be decent, uh, but uh, the biggest problem you're going to have against Spectre or maybe maybe anyone else even hmm. is that you can, you're still going to have to put yourself out there to get shots. Yeah. Uh, Especially with, like, the lines of sight on this new map, right? Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, so, like, pirates guys super fast. Yes, they do. Um, I mean, Onar, you know, he'll at least live through one or two things, but... He'll live through one thing, Yeah, right? I mean, one thing, <laughs> yeah. maybe, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, though, but, man, my riot troopers are bad news for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. Uh, But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Like, so Hondo, like, I like Hondo... Yeah, but like, ah, man, if they pay you, he just doesn't do enough, right? Because yeah. like here, you roll your dice and you go, well, I got like four or five icons, yep, maybe six, and like that's not that's definitely not more than six damage, no. right? Yeah, that is. Uh, and if they roll two or three blocks, you know, like, eh, you know, doing three damage doesn't quite cut it for like six point figure. That is, it is a great that is a great point. Do you think? So I've been I, I I like Hondo in that round one they can't pay you, 
right? And so he's kind of this shotgun round one that they just I can't. I mean, it depends on the objectives, though, right? That's like, true, I guess. Or like gangsters, you're gonna have points. Or if they've got rebel graffiti, they'll have points. Yeah, yeah, that's actually that kind of. So there's ways stuff. to get points. Yeah, though a lot of people I find don't don't pay, which. The, the most frustrating thing to me is when they don't pay <laughs> and then I don't kill the guy that, oh, that, yes. that I need to kill, right? Yes, indeed. It's like, I can't believe you didn't pay. <laughs> Why didn't you pay? And, <laughs> and then he lives. Like, uh. <laughs> um, Of course, there's the, the inverse of that is you do pay and then you still die, yeah. right? <laughs> so, I don't know. There's... It, it, the pay thing is pretty funny. Yeah. And I, I think he's a good figure and he's pretty well balanced. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, just, I just don't think... He's super reliable to like, you know, if, if you lose some of your other attackers and he's the only one left, he's probably not going to win the day for you, right? Yeah, yeah. He's Especially if you're if, like if you're down, then they know they can pay you, right? Yeah, and they're just like, going to pay cares? you, yep. and and then they take their three damage and like eh, whatever. Yeah, great point. That is a great point. What also, you... fo- focus is not super good on him. Nope. Like I would never focus him over anyone else. Well, because his yeah. his surges are trash. Yeah, he just he just has one surge ability that does plus one damage. Yeah. Right? So you really just don't want more dice with him. Yeah, that's a great point. What do you think? Um, so with these middle middle lists, instead of Hondo, who do you would you rather have a set of pirates? Would you rather like what do you think would be a better a better fit than Hondo? Uh, yeah, pirates are probably good. Uh, getting like Hera back in there yeah. is probably good. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously you want, like, Greedo and Onar. Yep. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not really sure who else can cut it, though. Uh, there isn't. I'm sure. There aren't really a, t- a ton of other options, but you're just not, you're not super sweet on Hondo. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, Shiloh could be pretty funny. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, she's not, like, super weak, right? Like, she got 12 health and an evade and a black die. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she doesn't quite do her points worth. No. But, I mean, the whip is, like, really funny, though. And it's not just funny. I mean, like, the ability to move, like, uh, not, I mean, not anybody, realistically, away from Kanan, right? So that they're not getting a reroll that pushes out their variants, right? Like, to just get people a little bit out of position if they've already moved, um, being able to whip them into a place where you can get more shots on them. I mean, there's just a lot of... It just forces your opponent to think about things that otherwise they wouldn't be thinking yeah, about. Yeah, so I feel like she could potentially be interesting. Like, you know, speed four plus one. Yep. You know, may, maybe there's something interesting there. Hmm. But I haven't I haven't really tried anything. I saw you had posted some list with, like, Hondo and a regular Jawa in it. And I was like, oh, maybe maybe switch that out for Shiloh and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, that's actually, I, uh, I, I do like that. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be, you know, any good. But maybe it's worth considering. Okay. Um... Well, do you have anything more on Scum Hunters? Oh, tell me about Jabba. What do you think about Jabba? Oh, Jabba, 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 Jabba. Uh, he does he does interesting things, right? Yeah. He kind of gives you that Spectre Cell yes. magical ability to hit somebody and move, right? Yep. Uh, but, uh, like, like, getting 3PO are pretty much almost always better. Yes, right? absolutely. Uh, if you could somehow get them both. Triple focus. Uh, like the triple focus is kind of funny, but I think you just don't end up with enough guys yeah. to kill anything. Yeah. And I remember back when in like worlds two that I went to, I guess it was world worlds number three that I went to with the, where I brought like, you know, Onar and Chyla and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, 
I remember saying something about like, you know, oh, you could play with Jabba instead of Onar, but like, Onar's got 15 health yeah. that matters during the fight. Yep. And Jabba doesn't. Yeah. Right. Uh, and Onar's health really matters, right? Like that is. Right. That, yeah. 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 So I do like him. In, in what he could bring. And, like, sometimes, like, with that punch and strike list, I actually didn't have enough points to bring Gideon R2 because I, I wasn't using Temple Alliance. Mm. So I, Jabba was the only thing that fit there. Yeah. And it turned out that was actually pretty good because, like, you know, you can use Jabba with IG and get extra hit. Yep. Great point. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know the Jabba's worth. I, I see some people playing, like, the Sabine Jabba. I'm going to play all the... All the, the janky hunters. cards yep. that give you points. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that can be good if you're, you you got to play it just right. Yep. Right. And like, if you get to the point where it's like, well, I can kill some stuff and get a few objectives, but I didn't quite get enough to kill what I need to kill, and I'm holding like price on their heads and rebel graffiti and celebration, and I and the guy's one damage from dying, but I oops, I don't have what I need to kill him. Yeah. Right or like, oops! I I actually can't get a shot off. If only this celebration was actually urgency. Yeah, I might win this game. Mm. Right, like yeah. that's that's the kind of stuff I worry about, and why I don't really like playing those kinds of lists. Yeah, you know, um, a great, a, I've heard a good description of them. It's like mill in card games where you're just not you're not winning, you're not winning, you're not winning, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, I I, I was able to like win here, right? But like you you're out of control the whole game, and if anything goes wrong, you're just toast. Yeah, the way I think about it a lot is that, like, the points and the objectives don't matter uh-huh. in, until they do, right? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. that, that's the trick, right? That's it's when, when do they actually matter, Yeah, right? Great and, like, against Spectre Cell, you know, points really don't matter yeah. on in some matchups. Hmm. But uh, I, I've seen some people get that kind of list to work. So I'm, I'm sure there's some way to play it. I, haven't, I just haven't tried it too much. Hmm. It's not. It's not really my style. Yeah. I, I like to kill all your stuff. Yeah. So yeah. fair, fair, fair. <laughs> awesome. Well, do you have anything more for us on Scum Hunters? Uh, probably not. All right. I, I wish. I really. I'm tempted to try playing the Bantha again. Yeah. But I just. Uh, yeah. I just don't think it. It'll work. I mean, he'll be really funny. I think on the new map. Yeah. I mean, like uh, he can run in that middle spot and push yeah, people out. Yeah. Yeah, and like you can. He has places to hide, right? Yeah. Uh, I haven't really tried to get it to work on Lothal. Like, mainly Uscrew was, like, why you couldn't play it at all. Yeah. Because, like, it was impossible to get him to work on Uscrew. Yeah. So, like, now with, like, Tarkin, he's maybe okay there. Yeah. And, like, he's maybe okay on Lothal. I haven't really... Like, because there's places to hide on Lothal, even for him. Yeah. Right. Because it's uh, so Where they can't, they can't just completely unload on him. Yeah. Uh, so, maybe that could work. I don't know what you would bring with it nowadays. Yeah. But... Uh, I think it would be really funny if somebody could get that to work. What about your um, list that I saw you running? This was a while ago. might have even been a year ago. The Sentry Droids with the Bantha. Um, not not going to cut it? Uh, the, I just, the Sentry Droids, man. Like, I like them. Too healthy. Too, like, too few. You know, you, you don't get to play with enough of them. Yeah. And then, like, you know, somebody bomb, Vader dive bombs you. Yeah. Kills one. And around kills another one, right? Yep. <laughs> like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. They're just a little. I mean, if they had two more health or were like two less costs or something like that, but eight health. For, yeah, eight health for t- ten points is, is not not feeling great. Yeah, feels real bad. Yeah. 
Okay, well, so the other list that I wanted to ask you about is like a rebel hero list. I'm thinking specifically of Jamal's list that he's been running around the Midwest. Um, and obviously Jamal knows he's he's been running this list or a variation thereof for a while. It's Hondroxabine Rebel Care Package. Seven activations. Yeah. What do you think about something like that? Uh, it seems pretty decent. Uh, I don't really like, it's not really my style in yeah. that you, you basically just kind of sit there and focus up yep. and kind of hope somebody runs into range or hope that you draw Arkenshot. Yeah, that's right? exactly right. <laughs> uh, and so I don't, like, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of Han just because yeah. it, it kind of makes, it slows the game down and, like, there's a lot of unfun stuff that happens. Yes. You know, with dodges. Yep. And on the land. On the land. Yep. Uh, and, like, Dracotta, like, Dracotta's really good sometimes. Yep. And uh, sometimes she just doesn't do anything. No. Right. If she doesn't so, get arcing shot, she's not able to get a shot off, and then they, like, she just dies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Dracotta does bring a lot of, like, interesting abilities to the, like, you know, being able to throw the debris. Yep. You know, being able to blast. Uh, those things are still good. Yep. Uh, maybe not that good versus Spectre Cell. Yeah. But, um, and I think that's probably going to be the hardest thing for that kind of list to play against. Yeah. Because Spectre Cell can mostly move up un- uncontested. Uh, Han really probably has to put himself out there to, to do something on round one. Yep. Uh, which leaves you open to round two shenanigans. Yep. Like, you know, force push strength in numbers nonsense. Yep. Or, uh, and then, you know, round two, you know, uh, Han, Han really has to deliver with his shots in this list as well. Yep. Like if he is not doing, you know, Buku's a damage, yep. uh, then you, you ain't going to kill anybody. Yep. And it's gonna be really sad. Great point. Uh, Sabine's okay. I mean, she, uh, Sabine brings a lot of, a lot of dumb stuff to the game too. Like the grenade. I hate the grenade. <laughs> yeah. it's oh, so, it's so frustrating. Oh man. It's so annoying. Uh, and so that like Han and her, all all three of them really, I guess, kind of limit you from like the other player from actually doing anything. Yeah. So they they might play it safe, which kind of plays into your like I gotta sit here until yep. I draw cards that I need. Yep. Um. But if they if they just kind of rush you and you don't have enough firepower to kill them, like like Dracotta in particular is is a bit of a weak link. Yep. Because. You know, if 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 Kanan's pretty close and Ezra comes in, she's and I've got like if I've got like force push, yep. like guaranteed dead. Yeah, uh, she will die. Like there is not, and you can't do anything about that. And and the same thing with Vader, right? Mm. Vader can also kind of just run in and kill Dracotta. Yep. If if you've got the cards. Yep. And then without Dracotta, like like Hera's not gonna be able to kill anybody. Nope. And like Han and Sabine, like that's all you got. It's like fifty. Like, Dracotta really is in these lists, like fifty percent of your damage, right? In terms of her hits are so hard, and she's got shrapnel and her demolish and stuff. And if she's not able to do that, then yeah. So, I mean, if you can get that to work, then it's good. Yeah. But uh, it you know it's all, it reminds me a little bit. Of what I was saying about like you know the the fragile Merc guys, right? Yeah. Like. You, you lose one or two pieces, and you're just you, you're totally sunk. Yeah, great point. Great point. Hmm. All right. Well, with that being the case, let's um, let's let's ch- uh, shift over into talking about how people should prepare for worlds. So, and I have a specific question on this. 
Yeah. People who are on the Slack or I assume on the um, Board Wars Discord know that you are constantly looking for games or like when it's competitive season, you're constantly looking for games. Yeah. And I think that wise, wise players would notice that, right? Like you're not you're not just showing up to Worlds and just kicking the crap out of everybody, but like <laughs> you're practicing a lot and you're getting a lot of reps in. So I want to ask, in terms of getting reps before Worlds, do you think it is better to, and I think I know the answer to this, but I, want to, I would like to hear, hear what you say. Do you think it is better to focus on one list, like Scum Hunters or VPT or something, and just practice the heck out of it, even if you don't think it's the best list? Or do you think it's a better thing to practice lots of different lists, try and get like a feel of everything's, everything's potential or what everything's doing, and not really tie yourself down till sooner before the tournament what do you think uh i think part of it's going to depend on how much time you have to play okay great point. uh like i've i have a decent amount of time to play so you know i'm going to try to play pretty much everything yeah uh that i think is worth playing and just get in as many games as possible because you know it, it definitely helps to be able to know you know what the other person hopes happens in the game you know what what kind of things they can do yeah and and maybe you can get that from just playing against it enough mm-hmm. with your list, but playing as that list also helps a lot, I think. Mm. So you know, I'm a big fan of just playing everything. Uh, man, the last few people I played with, they're like, "Hey, uh, have you figured out what you're playing at Worlds yet?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, how in the world would I know what I've played yet?" Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, we still. I think last last year, I don't think me and Brad figured out that list until like a week before wow. or something. And then we're like, we're like, man, we should probably play this. <laughs> like, it's really good. Oh, there uh, we go. And so, you know, I, I, no, the answer is no. I've not figured out what I've played for Worlds yet. Yeah. <laughs> I think you actually said that in your FFT article, and it kind of surprised me where they were. I think, really? I, I don't think you might, like when they were asking you questions, you might have said um, something along the lines of not being committed to a list or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, I think they asked something about that. And so, but that really, that surprised you? Yeah, I mean, like, just like in the sense of like, I think you'd be like, I think most people at this point are thinking, oh, I'm going to run Spectre or I'm going to run Vader or I'm going to run Scum Hunters, right? Like, I think that most people are kind of settling themselves into, they, and they might nuance the groove a little bit. But I think that I would I, I would think that most people are that way. Although maybe that's not the case. Again, I think this depends on how much you can play. Yeah, right? great point. If you know that from now until Worlds, you're going to play like seven games. Yeah. Like you're probably going to pick one thing and stick with it. Yeah, great right? point. If I'm playing like seven games a week, you know, maybe I could get in some more lists, right? Great point. Uh, so that's that's probably a lot of what plays into it. Hmm. Those crazy people that have kids, right? Yeah, I know. Oh, my gosh. How do we have time for anything? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, and now help us, like, for people who are preparing to go to Worlds, and let's say um, either if it's their first time or just, like, even if it's not their first time, like, what advice do you have for people in terms of preparing? Like, what should they be doing now in two weeks, the week of the tournament? Like, help help us. Give us some advice. I mean, make sure you got all your stuff is probably tip number one. Yep. Good idea. Uh I, I like to always, you know, make sure things are ready to go. I, you know, I don't know what list I'm playing, but I like to make sure, you know, when I'm ready, when I'm ready to travel or do anything, I've got everything set up, and I go places pretty early for the most part. Yeah. So that you can just kind of chill. Yeah. Uh, and not be stressed about it. Yeah. Uh, and I find that helps a lot. Uh, you do appear to always be very chill, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, you know, hey, the 
uh, I, I guess I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to play fast and finish most of my games pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, so then between rounds, I can also just kind of relax, you yeah. know, go drink some water, go to the bathroom. Uh, and I, I find that helps out a lot too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, what about in terms of are you are you playing any other games at Adepticon this year? Uh, I th- I'm signed up for the X Wing system open. Okay, so I'll be playing that. That's like the day before uh, Imperial Assault. Is uh, but if I make day two, I'll have to drop, which is a bit of a shame. Nah, uh, <laughs> you, they'll always be X Wing for you. Yeah, I've been playing that. a decent amount of X Wing recently. We actually just had our regionals. How did uh, that go? Uh, so I made top eight at that. Okay. Uh, but then I lost. <laughs> uh, That's good. Yeah, we had six rounds day one. I went like four and two. How many people uh, showed up at the regional? I think we had like 77 <sighs> people sign up or pay. or Holy I don't smokes. know if every single person showed up, but uh, something like that. Wow, that's crazy. So, well, What did you run? Uh, I was flying um, Han Po okay. in the resistance faction. Okay. That's it. I was probably one of the only two ship lists there. Okay. Uh, that, sounds like, it's, it's, that sounds like my yeah, kind of muscle right there. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, mainly because uh, I was playing, uh, not to get too much into X-Wing, but I was playing Season Navigator, which lets you kind of like change your move after you reveal it okay. with Han, which is like pretty darn good, yeah. it turns out. Yeah. Han also, you know, Han, you get to play on their side of the board. So like, you know, they'll set up in a corner uh-huh. and like pose on my side, and then I'll put Han in their corner. And they're like, huh? Wait, what? <laughs> What's going on Right? Here? And so then I can, like, dial in a turn yeah. with Han. And then, like, if they turn towards him, I just do the turn. Yeah. If they, if they go towards Poe, I just go straight. Hmm. Right? Yeah, that's nice. And, and so it's pretty funny. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, so uh, kind of pull people two ways. Uh, which, you know, that's pretty good in this game, too. Absolutely. Uh, if you can split people up and, you know, kind of manage where their attacks are going to go... Uh, it's a lot easier, yeah. right? Like if, if, if you can get Spectre to split up on Lothal and not really get that advantage of having everyone together, uh, and then you can maybe pick off one or two, uh, so that, makes it, that makes it way easier. That's how you get ahead. That's how you get ahead. Awesome. All right, Daniel, well, do you have any other advice, um, any, uh, anything else IA-related that you'd like to talk about? Uh, not particularly. I mean, people should just, uh, you know, when I say, Hey, anybody want to play? You should say yes. (laughs) And you should, you should come play with me. We, you, and I, I want to, I I think we said this, we might've even said this last year, but there is nothing that helps you learn the game better. And I'm, and I, I didn't tell DT I was going to say this, but there's nothing that helps you learn the game better than having DT just smoke you. Right. And you learn, (laughs) cause you learn, it's interesting to watch you play in terms of, you can see, um, like you talked about this, like with, um, Spectre knowing where they're going to go. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome to like watch someone who's much better than you play the game and be like, Oh, I see. I could think about things like that in terms of my positioning. Right. As opposed to just thinking reactively or even just one turn ahead, just thinking like having a better sense as to the flow of the game, what you need to be planning for like that. Yeah. And, and you learn that not by like people telling you that, but just by watching yourself get smoked. Yeah, getting more games in. Yeah, yeah. Another, th- another, like you know, quick tip: uh, pay attention to initiative <laughs> because you can uh, you can set up some neat things. You know, if if you know how it's going to go. Great point. At the at the end of a round and the start of the next round. Great point. Great point. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Daniel, we want to thank you for coming on to the podcast. 
yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. Uh, you, you always do a good job for the community. Well, we we have a lot of fun with it. We we we'll have to see. I'll have to talk with you after you win the tournament on Saturday. We'll have one, <laughs> we'll have one more one more. Um, we'll see. World's prep. Yeah. I so I, I I think I guess I can say I do know what I'm playing at your tournament on Saturday, which is probably my empire. Oh really? My tarot my tarot double rides list. Good. So. I mean, I think it'll be awesome. I don't. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah. I I hope that uh I don't run into you if if I'm running. Hunt scum hunters, but <laughs> I, I hope you crush all of the Spectre players on your way I, to the top. I sure hope so, but I don't know. <laughs> I guess it will, we'll see. The proof will be in the pudding. So yeah, awesome, awesome. And we want to encourage everybody again, even if you're not playing in the tournament. Um, like I said, we're going to have 50 players playing. Hopefully, Vassal can handle us. Um, but even if you're not playing, I watched the last week's tournament. We had one on March 2nd, and it was awesome. Kyle Bossom, who is DT's sparring um, off-sparring partner from Seattle, I watched his games playing Vader, and it was awesome to watch him play in terms of not I'm not playing Vader, but watching him, how he handled Spectre, there, it was just a really, really good opportunity. And so we're, we're going to try and have Brett stream some games, comment on some games. It'll be a really great opportunity for people. That'll be so. cool. Awesome. Maybe, uh, maybe you can catch me doing something really stupid. <laughs> no, we're gonna ca- <laughs> we'll, we'll catch you dismantling your opponent, DT. That's what we'll catch. Awesome. All right. Well, again, we want to thank everybody for listening. Have a good night. Good night.